Danny. And I'm Damika. And we're biracial unicorns. The Minnesota Minnesota time. The allergies have gotten me dry, girl. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> for the dryness of that Minnesota. No, no apologies. I have, the way I see it is just a seasonal flow. You can like measure the season based off of how your delivery of Minnesota. Exactly. You can tell if there's going to be six more weeks of pollen, depending yeah. oh, on. Oh, no, Tamika, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's it's deadly out there. I don't I don't know. I always feel like I'm in the middle of like an M. Night Shyamalan movie where nature has just been like, all right, humans are parasites. I'm over this and I'm over you. Yeah, I mean, that's not wrong. <laughs> I feel like she's been real subtle for a long time. And now I feel like with this particular season of allergies, she's just like, all right, she's finally putting herself first. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, what, which, yeah. Yeah. Woman to woman. I get that. I totally yeah. get that. Which speaking of putting women first today women first. women first right i thought i know it's later in the month i know i missed it but i couldn't let may go by without perhaps bringing up this topic of like mothery womeniness you know they don't necessarily always have to coincide with one another but i want to give a shout out and some love to the mamas so danny you and mm. i I'm going to spend... I'm not a mother. Well, I'm just saying you and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll spend 10 minutes showing some love to fictional mamas. All right. Um, so just generally across across the board, across the, the style of mothers, mm -hmm. um, like books and movies and television and video games. Um, the first mother that comes to mind for me uh, is hands down Marge Simpson. I don't know why. I wouldn't say she's like my favorite fictional mother or anything, but the the imagery that came to mind was, was the blue hair and Marge. I don't know why. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think you're alone in that. I, I think as far as mothers go, she is a very imperfect mothering character, but I think her sincerity and her dedication mm -hmm. to her imperfect family, to her imperfect husband, to all the shenanigans, I think that's something that really draws us to her very, very much. Yeah, And she's like simultaneously the like stereotype of a mother mm. but also pushes back on that stereotype like somehow does does both those Ooh. things at once um and i think it is the the situations right because we have seen kind of the the homemaker mother who is completely devoted to her family so many times but i think the fact that she is an imperfect character person in and of herself and her family is so imperfect i think is is where that challenging of the norm comes in a little more that makes her compelling and interesting and um yeah i think about i also i don't know why but i love the simpsons video game the arcade game when i was a kid like if it were anywhere i would want to play it and of course i'd want to play as lisa um but if Lisa was not available, I would want to be Marge. 
wielding that that vacuum cleaner <laughs> as her weapon. <laughs> you know, you you had actually mentioned beforehand that you thought asking someone about their fictional mom preference was almost like a personality test. And I think mm. there's something very much to that because I think there's this break of these mom stereotypes, the yeah. leave it to beaver mom, the the Brady Bunch mom of where you are very pristine, incredibly meticulously involved in your your child's all endeavors, the home cooked meals, the, you know, trying to make up even for the absentee kind of father role because the father yeah. just worked came home did some disciplinary finger wagging and went to go mow the lawn in, in a button-down white shirt do you know what i mean yeah. as opposed to there's this turning point of more marge characters more peggy bundy characters mm. I, I think a lot of uh roseanne when i ask that to uh, some of my friends like in our peer kind of group i get roseanne a lot and i think this once again this was this imperfect messy mom and an imperfect family who loves them fiercely and sincerely and a lot of what they do even if it's imperfect is for the embitterment of the family while simultaneously trying to suss out their own identity as a yeah. woman pre-wife pre-mother that's challenging yeah. yeah yeah i i don't know i don't I think to that that end too, um, Daria's mom mm. uh, is another example on that continuum, right? Because she's like so devoted to her work and trying to be a person who can balance it all, um, but misses the mark. But in the moments where it really matters, she shows up hard uh, for her family and for her daughters. So yeah, I think I think that they're pre 1990 something mm. the, the mothers or i guess we can go with we can go with marge and that's like 1980 something 80 <laughs> late 80s yeah uh, but i think pre that era there was very much this this perfection and this um housewife homemaker sort of mother whose identity is like completely that of her family mm -hmm. um and i i love the complexity that we have seen you know, in our lifetimes, essentially, uh, since then of of all sorts of different iterations of what motherhood could mean and how it can be expressed and how to balance different priorities of self and family and career and, you know, everything um, into an identity. It definitely makes for a more interesting, more complex character, I think. I agree. And to talk about some of the struggles that women or even mother figures have, because we have had some shows that have dealt with, which I'm actually, I'm going to pause and give a shout out to all the mothers that Disney and Pixar have murked. Killed. Uh, they have just, <laughs> just killed. Cause even the absent of a mother really still shapes a character mm -hmm. uh, good for good or bad, for whatever reason. I think even they have realized whether it's subconscious or not, how, pinnacle the influence of a mother and even the absence of having said mother 
and all the complexities that deal with that relationship is still very poignant to someone's existence in their story. So Disney, I see you, Pixar, I see you stop killing the mothers. <laughs> but I, I will say in, um, in like turning red in Encanto in these movies, especially centered around, uh, different racial ethnic groups that they've started to keep the moms and starting addressing these complex relationships. So I'll give you all a gold star for trying to keep the mamas. So <laughs> and realizing yeah. that you don't have to take them out to have a very compelling story, but by actually their existence and talking about their own issues, their own identity that you've actually really enrich a story. So I see you. I see you out there doing doing your best. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, even even the lack of mothers in in those films, I think is is part of it, mm-hmm. right? I think to a certain extent, they're acknowledging how important parental relationships are to children, and the lack thereof can also be a very defining characteristic. Um, of course, it's it's the easy choice as far as storytelling, I think, um, rather than addressing the complexities of of various relationships. Um, what what is the first mother that comes to mind for you? You mentioned that like a lot of people you've talked to, it's Roseanne. Is that the case for you? Uh, you know, I have a mixture. I first want to give love and shout out to Lucille Ball from I Love Lucy, mm. who dared to be full on pregnant in the show, which we've talked about before in the grand scheme of, you know, Nick at night, there was, we're pregnant and then baby, you know, it wasn't necessarily glamorous or real to show the totality of, of that. And I feel that there's just so much love and respect that needs to go there. I have a lot of love and a soft spot for, Morticia Adams, who, as me, I'm a helicopter parent. And for Morticia Adams, who's, I believe, a very hands-off parent, I'm like, how could I be, maybe not full on, a little bit more like her, giving her kids a bit more free range to do whatever. I don't necessarily condone the style, but (laughs) some people can say, is she a mom? Yeah, I think of her more in terms of her relationship with Gomez than mm-hmm. in her relationship with Wednesday or Pugsley. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if if that's a fair attribution to to define her more as wife than mother, um, or if it's controversial. But in my mind, that's kind of how I think about it. And. And not in a way that she's neglectful. I don't think she's neglectful. I just think, like you said, she's a little more hands off uh, than a lot of a lot of television moms are. Um, and I think, in many ways, her relationship with Gomez and I know we've talked about this before is just like such a beautiful relationship and so intrinsically feminist compared to many depictions of married relationships on in tv especially for that time um that i think that's always the way i think about her rather Mm. than as a mother Mm, i feel that i really do i think in research for this episode i was looking at top 50 top 20 top 15 and something that was not surprising 
was the lack of diversity within people saying these are iconic moms. So I, I think I also yeah. want to highlight the Vivian Banks. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh there yeah. we go. The I'm stop. And I'm sorry. I'm going to go with OG. No, I find nothing wrong with replacement Vivian, but I'm always going to be down for OG Vivian Banks, who could turn a look, who was very active in her community, fiercely loved her kids, worked incredibly hard, but had such beautiful femininity still about her. I just I enjoyed that character so very, very much when it came to to moms. So shout out to to Vivian Banks. Um, they one of the lists, the very few lists that had any kind of women of color on there. Well, they had a Cookie Lion from Empire on there for moms. And I'm like, I don't know if Cookie's going to be my go to, but she out here in these streets grinding for her kids. And so I can't be mad at her. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um representation wise i think definitely not a mother of color but i think the relationship on gilmore girls Mm. i haven't watched a lot of gilmore girls but i think that unique relationship of a a single mom and an only child is pretty revolutionary um and an interesting one to see and like as a as a daughter of a single mom myself, like I feel like you very rarely uh, see single mothers portrayed in media in a in a positive in a positive way. Yeah, yeah. Because if they are, they're always struggling or looking for somebody and how to integrate that dating life into it. And there's just so much more because I think their relationship between Lorelai and Rory was. that was the whole point of this very unique closeness and so yeah i'll give it up i'll give it up to a girl go ahead doesn't have to be a woman of color go ahead moms (laughs) that is that is really interesting i think there are uh one that i didn't really take into account was also uh peggy hill a cartoon mom because she comes from this really very very um conservative white country background but a lot of her idealism weren't very radically feminists and uh, she let her son be completely who he is which is absolutely odd and and i love it and i i love i'm not like a diehard fan but i love the episodes where she is just trying to once again deal with her own identity and her sexuality and learning what's outside of her own privilege and in life and i think that is such an interesting character to see within that world right so i was like go Mm -hmm. ahead peggy mad respect yeah yeah it's such a big category Mm -hmm. i i wish i had more mother examples because there's so many out there but you know i do think there is a lot of flattening of what what a mother can be in in media so I look forward to the continued evolution of the fictional mother um, and seeing them more as full human beings. I think there's still there's still a ways to go with a lot of a lot of that representation. Mm, I agree. I think the pendulum swing, I think they're like was taking moms out of the home and giving them jobs. And I'm like, that. that's not necessarily that's not a whole person still. You've just given them more work. All right. So fictional mothers, 
We're looking forward to the future of fictional mothers. Yes, we need more well-rounded mamas. Yes. And and mom-like characters as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true, because I think there can be people who step into mother roles. Um, You don't necessarily have to be a mother. Yeah. I like that. Well, I would love to hear from all of you who your favorite fictional mothers are, or maybe we can continue with this idea of mother as personality quiz. Uh, Who's the first one that comes to mind? You can let us know all the usual ways. We will be back next week with a full episode and in two weeks with a mini-sode. Mm-hmm. All right. Peace. Out. Out.